morning to you and welcome to Holy Trinity Lutheran Church Chicago on this, the second Sunday of Christmas, in which we celebrate the Feast of the Epiphany. Before we get started, we want to remind one another that we are actually around the nation, bodies, people watching, participating online. And so if you would turn on your camera and move to gallery view, that we may greet one another on in Chicago on this beautiful wintry morning with some light snow cover. So greetings and welcome to all this morning. So this day in which we celebrate the Epiphany is a very important day for our congregation. Some of you that have not been here on this day before will have to use your imagination. And for others of us, we will use our memories. Many of our congregation is gone for Christmas and we're all back on this day. The choir is all back on this day. We have a lot of kids who wave stars on the stick in the procession. We have magi that appear in the service wearing church robes to be magi and a great deal of singing and joy on this day. So either use your imagination and your memory to, uh, to uh, experience the Epiphany Festival this day. But thankfully, we have recordings of other years and we have some of our youth who will be leading today's service live. There will be a moment in the first Noel that if any of the kids have made stars, I'll give an announcement about that, so that'll be coming a little bit later in the service. And just a reminder, we are celebrating Holy Communion today, and if you are planning to participate and have not prepared your elements yet, you may do that at some time during the service. We begin now with our gathering hymn, Angels from the Realms of Glory.
Alleluia, Christ is born for us. O come, let us adore him. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And also with you. Nations will come to his light. And rulers will seek his radiance. Let us kneel down before the Christ child. To give him honor, glory, and praise. Let us offer him all the treasures of our hearts and our lives. Jesus Christ is the light of the world. Let us pray. Almighty God, you have filled all the earth with the light of your incarnate word. By your grace, empower us to reflect your light in all we do. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. From Isaiah 60. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. For darkness shall cover the earth, and thick darkness to the peoples. But the Lord will arise upon you, and his glory will appear over you. Nations shall come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your dawn. Lift up your eyes and look around. They all gather together. They come to you. Your sons shall come from far away, and your daughters shall be carried on their nurses' arms. Then you shall see and be radiant. Your heart shall thrill and rejoice, because the abundance of the sea shall be brought to you. The wealth of the nations shall come to you. A multitude of camels shall cover you, the young camels of Midian and Ephah. All those from Jaba shall come. They shall bring gold and frankincense and shall proclaim the praise of the Lord. All earth is hopeful. The Savior comes at last. God's truth and justice brings freedom to all people. Arise, shine, your light has come. Christ is born, alleluia.
from John 1. The word became flesh and lived among us. We have seen his glory full of grace and truth. From his fullness, we have all received grace upon grace. The law indeed was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God. It is God's only son, close to the Father's heart, who has made him known. From Luke 2, the shepherds went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child laying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told to them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen as it had been told to them. Glory to God in the highest and peace to God's people on earth. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. The message of the angels is for all people. Arise, shine, your light has come.
written 2,000 years ago, three magi lived in a far-off eastern land. The word magi is the same word from which we get the word magic. These three practiced the magical art called astrology. They studied the stars and cast horoscopes to know the future. Because they were good at this, they became wealthy, but their neighbors feared their strange powers. One night, the Magi noticed a bright new star in the western sky. It was different from all the other stars. It moved in the heavens and seemed to beckon them to follow. The star was beautiful and mysterious, and in their hearts, they knew it was for them. So they set out, and the star led them west on a very long journey to a little land called Judea. Judea was ruled by a king named Herod. At first, Herod was pleased to welcome the Magi. They seemed to have strange powers, which Herod thought he might be able to use for his own purposes. Why have you come to my kingdom? Herod asked. We are seeking the newborn king of this land, they told him. Herod was startled, but hid his fear. We have seen his star in the east, so we have come to pay him homage. We have brought him gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. These are strange gifts, said Herod. Gold, I understand. Gold is for kings, but incense is for God, and myrrh is to anoint the dead. Where is this new king to be born? The Magi did not know, so Herod asked his learned priest who told him, the Messiah is to be born in Bethlehem, the city of David. Go to Bethlehem then, said Herod, and when you have found this Messiah, send me word that I too may go and honor him. The Magi thanked Herod and promised to do as he requested. When the Magi arrived in Bethlehem, the star finally came to rest. It hovered and remained there. Their hearts beat wildly, for they were about to meet a king whom even the stars of heaven would serve. They entered the dwelling and found Mary, Joseph, and the baby Jesus. I invite you now to move to gallery view. This is the big moment, the first Noel, that if, if we were in church, we would have the procession. If there are any kids with stars, you may show them now. And the, the rest of you, maybe there's a star on your Christmas tree that you could get, or a cloth to wave, or something else. Because on the, on the refrain, Noel, Noel, we're going to all wave our stars on a sticks or a star from your Christmas tree or maybe a napkin or something just to have fun and to be a little childlike on this Epiphany Day. So here we go, the first Noel.
Mary greeted them with a sweet smile. She seemed to be expecting them. The Magi stared at the child, whose eyes were brighter than the brightest star. Humbly, they knelt and offered Jesus their gifts, gold for a king, incense for God, and myrrh for his burial. Having paid him homage, the wise ones thanked Mary and Joseph and departed. In a dream, God told the Magi to go home by a different road and not return to Herod. As they talked about the awesome child they had seen, they could not forget his eyes, which were like bright stars when he smiled at them. Something strange has happened to me. One of them said, I no longer want to try to control the future. I know God loves me and will care for me every day, no matter what. That is what I saw in the bright eyes of the little boy. The other two magi agreed at once. They returned home, but were never the same again. We too journey on to a morning where the promise shines.
part of the story in Matthew is never in Christmas pageants, but it reminds us of the evil in the world at the time and today. In warns Joseph to take his family and flee to Egypt because Herod wanted to destroy the child. So Joseph, Mary, and Jesus fled to Egypt. They were refugees. Jesus was a refugee. When Herod heard he had been tricked by the Magi, he was beside himself. He had all the children under two years that lived in, in and around Bethlehem killed. The joy of Jesus' birth is tempered by the grief and sorrow of the parents weeping for, for their children. When Herod died, an angel appeared in a dream again and told Joseph to take his family, and they went back to the land of Israel. The next hymn reminds us that Jesus comes into a sinful world. Stars bend their voices at his birth. Stones cry out. Yet as Jesus and all innocent people are killed, God's blood is on the spearhead when God's love is refused. Yet God raises the lowly. The Holy Child comes along to reconcile all people and bring peace and freedom.
Reflections from Gordon Lathrop. Herod has a way to see the world. It is centered on himself, his power, his privileges, his city. He is willing to lie and kill to keep the world that way. And as he consults religious authorities to try to augment this view, after all, he thinks religion has promised that Jerusalem will be the center to which all the nations shall come. We may often be like Herod, centered on ourselves, using religion for our own purposes. But if we will listen, this story reconstructs our world. The Magi, representing those many nations, do come. But the light they see leads them finally not to the city, but to a village, not to a palace, but to a house, not to a king, but to a child. And their gifts foretell the child's death. The child, grown to be our crucified and risen Lord Jesus, the very mystery of God revealed, draws us and all things to God. There is the center, Jesus Christ, the presence and glory of God. That center is present wherever this word is heard, every house of the church in all the world, when we gather, our very own homes, and the places of our needy neighbors with whom Christ identifies. Let Christ, our morning star, lead you to a morning where the promise shines, to a whole new way to see the world, one centered on God and not us. Let us pray that all people would experience the blessings of Epiphany. For all the baptized, that even in hardship, we grow deeper into the mystery of God. We pray, O oh God, shining with grace in your mercy, hear our prayer. For believers in all the world's religions, that God would welcome their devotion, we pray, O oh God, greater than the church, in your mercy, hear our prayer. For the earth, that each season provides sustenance for plants and animals, we pray, O oh God, preserver of creation, in your mercy, hear our prayer. For scientists, that they probe what is both beyond and within what we see, we pray, O oh God, keeper of all knowledge, in your mercy, Hear our prayer. For the Congress of the United States, for our president and president-elect, and for leaders of nations, that they strive for peace and justice, 
we pray, O God, monarch of all peoples, in your mercy, hear our prayer. For all persons who have means, that they assist those who have little, and for victims of injustice and prejudice, that their cries be heeded, we pray, O God, compassionate Savior, in your mercy, hear our prayer. For all who are suffering from the coronavirus, that they come to health and wholeness, and for all those in need, especially those we name in the chat feature or by temporarily unmuting. O God, giver of life, in your mercy, hear our prayer. For each of us, that as with the star, God guide us throughout the journey of life, we pray. O God, light of holiness, in your mercy, hear our prayer. In thanksgiving for blessed Mary, Joseph, and all who have died in the faith, that at our end we join them in life with God. O God, goal of our days, in your mercy, hear our prayer. That God will receive these prayers for the sake of the divine infant before whom we kneel, we pray now and forever. Amen. Please now turn to gallery view. Turn on your camera. The peace of Christ be with you always. And also with you. Let us share the peace of Christ. God's peace. Peace, Kathy and Tom. Peace. Peace. Good job, kiddos. Peace, everyone. Peace. Peace, peace of the Lord be with you. Peace. So wonderful to see everyone's stars. Starlight. <laughs> Thank you for gathering with us on this one of our favorite days of the year, the Feast of Epiphany. Our administrator, Bo, who we thank so much, is going to put in the chat our link to the giving site in case you would like to make an offering. If you've not already done that uh, or you've not set up recurring offerings. And also, if you're a newcomer, he'll put in the chat our link to an online form where you can tell us a little bit about you and uh, register with our congregation. This week, many of our programs begin Tuesday evening will be our anti-racism meeting at 6.30, our Wednesday study of Luther's Freedom of a Christian at 10 a.m. If you've not yet filled out the anti-racism survey, we have about 70. We would love if we'd have about 150 to get a pulse of our community as we continue this important discernment. And Bo will also put a link in uh, the chat for that anti-racism survey if you've not yet done it. There are also opportunities coming in the next couple months to volunteer making a meal for the crib shelter, which we do uh, upstairs with distancing in our kitchen, and or serving at the Lakeview Pantry. And Bo will also put a link that you can find out ways about that, more information about that and how to volunteer uh, either making a meal for the shelter or serving at the Lakeview Pantry. <coughs> Finally, a very important announcement uh, next week, our small bites continue, and during January, we are going to be spending some time in listening and discernment for our community to discuss in small groups what we have lost as a congregation through this past year, what we are learning, and what might be emerging for our future. We're calling these listening and discernment groups. You'll receive more information this week in an email 
but your opportunities would be to participate on Sunday mornings during Small Bites, at the Wednesday forum later in the month, uh, at the, at, after the Saturday evening service, or as an evening opportunity as well. So again, more information will be coming, but just to let you know, we as a congregation will be doing some important sharing about what just happened to us as individuals, as a country, but particularly at Holy Trinity, and what might be emerging as the star leads us and beckons us into a new future.
Christ our Lord, to whom Magi bowed down in worship and offered gifts, reveal to you his glory and pour down upon you the riches of his grace. And may God bless you now and forever in the strong name of the Holy Trinity. Amen. Let your light shine. 
Thanks be to God.